Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Blue Balls podcast. I am your host, Eric Reesberg. Uh, Luke is out on vacation this week, hopefully having a really good time. So joining me, my co-host, Blake Moen. How you doing, Blake? What's up? I'm doing well. Good to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, I wanted to say, like, in person, thank you for submitting a clip on that week that we were both unable to do it. Um it was fun. It was fun listening to another person's voice on, on the pod, you know? Yeah. I mean, monologue is definitely a tough way to go about it, but I was I was like, I got somebody's gotta fill in for these guys. they they do ton ton of work for us. So <laughs> too much too much legwork to let it go. Yeah. No, we definitely appreciate it. And yeah, the monologue thing is um it's a challenge, I think. Yeah. I mean you don't have any of the back and forth, you're just running down the line doesn't feel as natural totally totally agree um well how you been any life updates for you uh this last year i've gotten into running pretty hard so i've got a couple half marathons oh wow Um, but from like from like none running to like half marathons yeah i was totally novice um and oddly enough yeah you just once you get better at something you just enjoy it more and that Mm. was that kind of what what happened after the first half. I I was like, all right, time to get back into normal like lifting, and then I just had the itch again. Huh? It's weird, but I like yeah. it. Aiming for a full next year. So, so you already like on like a training regimen or like routine or what does that look like? Um, I'll pick it up a little heavy in the spring. Right now, it's kind of off season and just kind of back in the gym doing more you know, recovery and basic lifting, but yeah. 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 That makes sense. Well, that's good, man. Good, good to be out there running. I've started running a little bit. Um, I, I'm, I don't intend to be a runner, um, Mm -hmm. but I like want to be able to run and I'm hoping, I I guess I'm thinking it's possible that I'll start to like it as well. Um, I did pick a bad time of the year to start though, because it's cold. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's the one reason why I'm like, all right, good off season being winter, but running through those Iowa heat was tough. Yeah. That also would be a, yeah. Tough. That super humid, like Iowa summer that you get. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Well, cool. Glad you're on the show. Um, why don't we get this going, huh? Let's do it. All right. What are you drinking tonight? Today we've got, uh, Goose Island IPA. Um, it's got 5.9% ABV and 55 IBU. Um, I've had this so many times, but I never knew that it was considered hoppy and grapefruity. Mm. I don't get any grapefruit taste in there, but just notice that on the can today. No grapefruit flavor at all. Huh? Now, Goose Island IPA is really solid. It's one of my favorites. I think it's probably made an appearance on the show before. I bet, yeah. All right, let's. I'm gonna do a quick document search to see if I can find it. I I would bet it's in there for sure. Yep. Oh, three one two is in the past. Goose Island IPA, week five of season. Gosh, who knows how long? 
um, back when Sanu was released from San Francisco. So this looks Ooh. like it's probably a pretty old one. Glad um, I could bring it back. The same episode that Bill O'Brien was fired was the last Ooh. time we saw Goose Island IPA as well. So, yeah, but it's a good one. I enjoy it. Um, glad you're enjoying it as well. And yeah. How about you? What you got? Um, tonight I have a Summit uh, Cabin Crusher Kolsch. Uh, it has 4.8% IB- ABV, so nothing too too heavy here, and 25 IBUs. Um, it's it's very similar to like a like a Lining Kugel, mm. you know, like the Summer Shandy. Yeah. It's very it's very lemony. Um, I got it in a variety pack. It's kind of past you know cabin summery season, but had them in the fridge and it's pretty delicious. So I'm I'm not mad about it. Nice. I think I've only had their IPA, but Summit. The, they're, they're the also IPA like or a, the EPA? Oh, that's a good question. I um, think their EPA is their most popular um, um, beer, but it is Summit is one of my favorites. Um, I like that it's up here in Minneapolis as well. Well, St. Paul, yeah. technically. Yeah. Beer is good. Yep, I totally agree. Beer is good. Um, do you want to get into some of the like gen- general news and stuff we got going on? Yeah. All right, what do we got? Uh, so this week we've got um, only two buys, um, Kansas City and the Chargers. So definitely a handful of very relevant fantasy players there. Um, I am curious why it is only two this week, though. Because uh, I, I think feel they're like gearing us up. We have yeah, six. I think they're gearing us up for later. There's one that has like six, six teams or something like that in it. Yeah. Um, in other news, we had several trades going on. Uh, most notably is 49ers acquiring CMC. Um, so that one, I think they gave up four picks for him. Obviously, they're making a, a move to be more competent on offense, more consistent and make a push for the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, I was we were kind of bummed when we heard about this cuz this is literally like hit right after we finished recording last week. We were mm. su- it was yeah. like it was like that like podcaster moment where you get to like do like breaking news like right when it happens <laughs> and it literally broke like right after. Um, yeah, that would be but, rough. Yeah, this is a huge trade obviously. Um I don't know. The 49ers weren't like bad on offense either. So it, to me it's a little weird, but I understand wanting to go get like the best running back in football basically. Yeah, I was curious what your thoughts were on it. I I personally it's a head scratcher for me. Obviously, he's an upgrade at that position, but I don't know if they've been solid at running for years. So I don't I feel like they need to upgrade elsewhere. Um so I, yeah, I mean, honestly, it feels like it's kind of like a support move for Jimmy this season, right? He's gonna say he's a safe player you can do checkdowns to, um, and still be really productive, um, because there weren't any quarterbacks available to go trade for. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's really their real deficiency um, is quarterback, and so I think I think CMC does a good job of hiding quarterback problems. Um, True. I I think this isn't I haven't seen this anywhere, but I was talking with some people 
it wouldn't kind of make sense for them to swap quarterbacks with the Packers because hmm. that's where he wanted to be ultimately, you know. Right. And we all know that he's better than Jimmy G. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it would, it would take to make that happen. That'd be crazy. I feel like at this point he's like tarnished his like personal brand too much for teams to be interested in taking him on also considering you know the age right for sure um so that was obviously large news this week another big trade was uh jets acquiring james robinson um obviously in lieu of Brees hall which we will talk about soon um it, I think he's a little bit banged up to go with that, but um, we'll see what that looks like this week. Um, yeah, I, my initial thoughts are he's probably not going to be all that involved this week just from yeah. the being banged up perspective and needing to learn the offense. Um, but I can see him taking over for Michael Carter. They wouldn't have made this trade if they yeah. trusted Michael Carter. So, Yeah, that's a... Same thoughts. Michael Carter obviously is not what they had hoped he would be, or I don't know why, because he looks good. But yeah, he does. I mean, he, yeah, I think he looks pretty solid game. actually. But I don't, I don't know what they're they're obviously seeing something that we don't. Um, then we got Eagles making aggressive moves, um, picking up the Bears' top pass rusher Robert Quinn. Um. Not, a, not much of a, a fantasy perspective, but in you know, just Eagles getting better. Um, and it's not like the Eagles had a bad pass rush either. I mean, they're already no. like great. So yeah, I, this is this is scary. I still have PTSD watching the Vikings. Eagles yeah, game. they, they were, absolutely like boat raced us, and like they're just getting get better. Like, not fair. But they're making a run, and they should because that team is is really good right now. Yeah. And Chiefs acquire Kadarius Tony earlier today. Um, I think it was just for a conditional fourth. Um, yeah, it wasn't much. It, yeah. Yeah. I I would think it makes sense for them. Giants didn't want him, and he's super athletic. So if they it's not a crazy high risk play and he's young. Yeah. So they're obviously like he's, searching for somebody to lean on. Yeah, so. totally. Um, it looks like he's not eligible to play this week. Um, just based on, I think when he was traded, I'm not sure quite what that is. Um, or maybe he's still like on the pup or something like that. Um, but yeah. from what I can see, he can't play until the sixth, but I don't know. That's it's like, it's kind of a weird wide receiver room in Kansas city. I feel like they have a lot of players and none of them are like great. Mm-hmm. So I guess he could carve himself a role here if he is all of a sudden not hurt and, you know, proves himself. Well, I, I think, I think what they like about him is he's very Tyreek Hill esque in his speed and his like, kind of like shiftiness. Right. Yeah. I haven't seen a ton of footage of him, but I know that he's been said to be, yeah, kind of an insane athlete. Yeah, I was really high on him last year, and he just, like, was always hurt and not, like, he just wasn't involved. And I think part of that is the Giants coaching last year. 
Um, and then this year it just hasn't worked out as far as injuries and also just like attitude problems, I think, with the team. So maybe this will be um, the breath of fresh air that he needs to do better. But also, uh, I don't know. I feel like I've already kind of given up on him. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I definitely looked at picking him up in most leagues because there's always somebody to drop that I'm not usually I'm not going to play. So yeah, I mean, if the you're not going to play there. him, pick for upside, absolutely. Yep. And and I agree, it is there. I mean, being on a good offense is definitely part of it. All right, and then uh, final bit of news here: Matt Ryan hit the bench for the Colts in favor of Sam Ellinger. So it's time to see what this guy does. I think he's a second year, so not a rookie, but um, it definitely changes the whole look of that offense uh, completely different than a pocket passer like Matt Ryan. So, yeah, I, I think they just need a spark, frankly. Um, yeah. Matt Ryan has kind of shown to, like, not have it anymore, at least from, like, a throwing perspective. And so uh, they have nothing to lose at this point. Titans are up on them in the division, have a game, and are up by, like, like they won the head-to-head, and they're already, like, up, like, a game and a half, two games in the standings. So the Colts really don't have anything to lose. Um, mm-hmm. So might as well, right? How do you think this affects the – surrounding fantasy players for honestly like i think it just is gonna i think it'll be a boost i i don't know how much worse it really could have gotten um with matt ryan um (laughs) yeah it was pretty bad imagine the running game getting any worse yeah i mean the running game definitely won't it it should open up a little bit actually because he's also mobile um Mm -hmm. at least in comparison to matt ryan he's mobile um but yeah, He's maybe 6'3", the past two hundred twenty-two pounds. He's uh, a big dude. I, yeah, I heard he's a power runner. Like he looks to, if you're not, if the read isn't there, like he he talks it. And so, people have said that they're getting like Tebow vibes from him. So well, hopefully see. he can also throw. Right, that was Tebow's problem. But I, if he can, um, I mean, he probably won't see the same number of attempts that that Ryan was seeing. They were. In the last three games, they were all over 40 attempts. Um, so yeah. just like slinging the ball. I don't know that we're going to see that at least right away. Um, so my first thought is like it's good for Taylor. Yep. I think so too. Um, okay, moving on to league injuries. Uh, starting off with the Ryan Tannehill ankle. He's questionable. Um, I wouldn't imagine this, this is anything to worry about though. Um, then we've got one of the more, I would say second to Javante Williams, but it's obviously a home hitter for us. Brees Hall done for the season with an ACL. Yeah, this Um, one sucks. Sucks hard. Yeah. uh, Right when, right when he is like peaking yeah i mean he was blowing up you don't even know where he could have gone with yeah he was tearing the league apart i honestly like thought he was going to end up being offensive rookie of the year based on how he like turned it around i know it was a little bit of a slow start for him um but at least in the last like three games before he got hurt he was he was just killing it um yeah yeah it is a big bummer 
Um, so, like we said earlier, Michael Carter is probably the bigger play this week for them, and um, James Robinson. Yeah, I, I don't think it changes anything from like the the run heaviness of the offense perspective, though. I mean, like I don't think this is going to help Wilson or more, really. No. Yeah. What's your thoughts on Wilson on that team versus earlier in the season, like Joe Flacco? Cause mm, Zach Wilson? Um, yeah. Gosh. I don't know. He threw two interceptions in the first week, but hasn't thrown any since. Um, but he also, like, isn't being asked to make plays, really. Mm-hmm. You know, 18 pass attempts, 26 pass attempts in the last two games. Like, just not something that's required of him. Um, I just think he needs more reps as a quarterback to like kind of get it together. Yeah, I I understand from their perspective. He's like their hopeful franchise quarterback, and he just needs to get experience on the field. But I I feel like the passing game is it takes a dip with him at least oh, up to this point. So yeah, I, it totally does. Um, and and part of that is the offensive line they're very good run blockers but not very good pass blockers um and so it's a pressure thing you know flacco has that experience being in the league for 15 years now um and Brees wasn't good at the beginning of the season either so he was just getting his legs as well um this is a run team that's what they're gonna do um i think zach wilson will be okay he's not like fantasy relevant at all though yeah i i do think they they have kind of found an identity like you said running i don't know if they knew that exactly right to start out so yeah they're able to kind of power through yeah they're able to power through pretty much any team that they see so far so Mm -hmm. uh moving on to uh zekiel elliott he he's got a knee injury i I can't confirm, but I, I think some people were saying it was could have been a, a torn MCL. Um, maybe yeah, a little bit lesser, but he's he's questionable for this week. Yeah, I mean, he he came back in um, in the game last week after the injury happened. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad um, necessarily, but, yeah, just keep an eye on it if you have him anywhere. Um he may not go, and even if he does, he might have a limited snap. So I think this is this is a good opportunity for Pollard owners to to yep. flex on the rest of us. Um, Chuba Hubbard has an ankle injury; he's questionable. Um, I, I know he's he's been limited or missed practice up to this point, but I know that they said that had they not been completely stomping the bucks that he could have been back in the game so uh, i don't know if this is too much of a worry yeah he didn't looks like he didn't practice at all today so um no thursday is usually pretty concerning um so i think it's probably going to be donta foreman um this week but i think they want chuba to be the guy He definitely is much younger. I mean, it could make sense if they can kind of onboard him into a all. And he's, and he's also more of like guy. a McCaffrey type player. He's much. He's better out of the backfield. 
um, than mm-hmm. Foreman is. And in the final running backs, we've got Mike Boone um, out for at least four weeks with an ankle injury. Uh, obviously, it's kind of a, it's a weird backfield. They just kind of keep swinging in names because Melvin Gordon is weird like that. But Yeah, I mean, he really didn't play the last you know couple weeks anyways. Um, just from a Latavius Murray's in town, Melvin mm-hmm. Gordon perspective. So, um, this is probably nothing. Um, but yeah, he's yeah. going to be out for a, a little while. He is on IR officially, so he will be out for at least four weeks here. Um, coming up at wide receiver here, um, we've got a lot of wide receivers, um, on the list. Um, but the first one was actually quite a surprise to me i didn't even know this happened um jamar chase has a hip injury um and it looks like he might land on injured reserve um just based on how bad it is and how he's not able to practice um not good for for the Bengals, but they do have still a solid receiving room um with t and with tyler boyd so um i see them stepping up and still being really productive this year yeah, T T Higgins and Boyd's value skyrocket after this, um, but that is very unfortunate because I I feel like earlier today the news was that he just was held out because of sore sore hip, and then it hours later it was oh could be an IR thing. Yeah, um, so keep an eye on it. Maybe they're just it's a bit of an overreaction here, but if he's out, like this changes like. I think the Bengals' offense pretty drastically, um, and I think they they switch a little more to the run. I, I, they'll still pass a lot because they are the Bengals, but um, I like Joe Mixon as well um, if he's gone. Yep. Uh, next up here we have Mike Williams. He has a high ankle sprain. Um, he's going to be out probably four weeks. Thankfully, there's a bye this week already, so if you have Mike Williams anywhere, you're not missing him, at least for this first week. Um Keenan Allen's also really banged up, but hopefully he can get it together after the bye because um, they're going to need him. Otherwise, this offense is pretty thin. Yeah, I don't know who's next up. Um, Josh Palmer's around. Is yeah. he healthy? Um, he was ruled out last Sunday because of concussion, but most likely he will be back um, considering – concussion protocol and it'll have been three weeks pretty much so but then deandre carter i guess is a guy um if keenan it's not good to go either but yeah something to watch eckler's already been a stud i'm a little worried that if all these guys are out they can focus in on him a little more um Mm -hmm. but just keep an eye on it mike williams himself didn't seem to think it would be that long um he said he felt okay, but they don't want to. They don't want to push it. I don't think. Yeah. Next up here we have Debo Samuel. He has a hamstring injury. He has not practiced yet this week, um, so he is most likely not going to go. Um, gosh, the 49ers just cannot ever catch a break. Um, but I like yeah. I like Ayuk here. Um, he's been getting a good target share over the last couple of weeks already. Um, so I like the uptick that he might see from this yeah him and i guess next up would be ray ray mcleod 
um, on the other side. Yeah, I mean, after Ayuk, it's it's a it's a plummet. <laughs> the next guy. But yeah, this is a perfect opportunity for him to show what he's got. I know, it, I, I remember him kind of struggling a bit last year, and in the off season, he kind of sh- said that he was gonna have a much better season. So maybe we see what you got, man. Yeah, and so far so good. He's wide receiver 19 in standard and 21 in PPR. Um, last couple of weeks, 11 targets each. So um, I'd like to see that from him. I, I, I think he'll still be okay too, even if Debo's out, just because so much focus is going to end up going on McCaffrey um, just because he's finally going to know the playbook. He's going to be in there probably the whole game. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be wild to watch San Francisco play. They're going against the Rams this week, so should be a good should be a good game to watch. Next up here we have DK Metcalf. This one um, affecting you directly, Blake. Mm-hmm. Um, week to week, he um, is likely out for this week, um, is what I last saw. Um, what are your thoughts, considering you are the the proud owner of DK? <laughs> Yeah, I, I I've considered him all but, or, yeah, out. Um, I would be super shocked if they played him. I I definitely over the time of the last year and a half, my wide receivers have slowly been traded away. So he is much needed in my starting lineup. So this actually kind of hurts. But. Yeah, I, I, Tyler Lockett's been a little banged up as well with a hamstring, but he practiced today, so he's going to be good. Um, what do you think about Goodwin? Anything there, or is that just a, like a mm. flash in the pan this last week? Gosh, I I think that's kind of a fluky play. I mean, good for him, but I don't think that's a consistent expectation. You, you can find him doing anything close to that. Yeah, I agree. I think I picked him up in one league just for the upside potential, but I doubt I doubt he hits my roster at any point, you know. Yeah, five targets, two five targets, four receptions, two touchdowns. Yeah, just not quite. It's like it's like Devin Duvernay week 1, right? Mm-hmm. Just like doesn't make any sense. Um so we'll see what happens there. DK probably out this week. Um, next up here, we have Aminar St. Brown. He had a head injury thought to be a concussion. Um, from what I read, it was not a concussion, but just a symptom of one, um, that has been put in place with the new protocol, um, because of Tua. So he is going to be good to go this week. Um, get an extra rest week of rest for that ankle as well. So, um, I'm expecting Amon Ra, as long as he doesn't get hurt in the next game to just blow up. Yeah, they're due. I mean, the last couple of weeks, I don't, it's obviously it's obvious that they need him and Swift to be in the lineup healthy. So I would imagine that they're going to be back on back on track from what was it, week five or six that we last saw them being decent. Yeah, I mean, Swift hasn't played in, since week three, so. Um definitely excited to get him back he is fully healthy he has had full practices all week so um he is good to go yeah i'm excited to see what this 
Detroit offense can do. And they're going against Miami, who is not the strongest of defenses. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to see the Lions back on the field, which is a sentence I never really thought I would say. (laughs) Next up here we have Alan Lazard with a shoulder injury. He is unlikely to play this week, um, contributing to an already abysmal Packers offense. Um, Yeah, they look bad. Yes. uh, I mean, I'm not mad about it, but for – I've I've seen some Packers fans just in complete disarray. Yeah, they, they don't know, know what it feels is. like to lose. Yeah, it's um it's a new experience for for our Packers friends here. <laughs> but Lazard has been having a good season. I do feel bad yeah. for that cuz I do like Lazard. I mean, he's been getting 8 plus targets the last few games. He's wide receiver 20 in standard. It's not like he's having a solid season. Um I just Yeah. It's, it's just a bummer he's on the Packers because I would like him a lot, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's tougher to cheer for him than it is for other Iowa State like, players. Yeah, like Montgomery, I don't feel bad cheering for because I don't have the same feelings towards mm-hmm. the Bears that I do towards the Packers. But, um, yeah, hopefully he gets better soon. Um, but until then... Gosh, I don't think there's upgrades for anyone here. Um, Dobbs maybe, but Dobbs has been – he's kind of fallen off since those first few weeks, um, since like week three and four where he was he was really solid. Um, he gets a lot of targets, but he's not converting a lot of them from what it looks like. Yeah, maybe Watkins. Gosh, I don't um, know. Watkins is pretty nothing. washed, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Packers are in disarray, and it's fun to watch. Um, next up here, a former Packer, Devontae Adams. Um, he apparently has a bad flu, um, so hopefully he'll be ready to go this week. Um, he is expected as long as it's not um, COVID. So that's the only thing worth watching for him. Um, he's been really good this season still. Um, not quite the same Devontae Adams of the last couple years, Um He's still wide receiver six, though, so he's he's still reliable. He's still a guy you put in your starting lineup no matter what. Yep. Um, tight ends, we have three of them. Mark Andrews with his knee. Um, he is playing, question mark. Um, they have question. started their game already tonight. Um, he is active, so never mind. Mandrews, though, held to a point game this last week, which is – by far probably the lowest in his career other than like not playing to how did he gain points um that's a great question i'm not really seeing it here either i remember Um, him not having any catches so yeah maybe there was a short rush or something like that Um, it just doesn't show up because he's a tight end but yeah 0.4 points for mark andrews (laughs) Um, already at 3.7 for the night tonight. So insistent on keeping him involved. This is what Baltimore needs to do to win. For sure. Next up, we have David Njoku, who is having a breakout season. Um, he has a high ankle sprain as well. He's going to be out two to five weeks. Um, this one stinks. He was actually like finally like coming around doing what we all kind of thought he was capable of when he came out of college five years ago. Um, Tight end four in PPR, six in standard. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, that one's a that one's a tough one. I I thought he said that he feels good, like you said, uh, the other high ankle sprain injury yeah. somewhere up there. I don't. Maybe that's a yeah, common Williams. theme. Maybe I. Yeah. Yeah. They're they not have a ruling bi- him out yet. That's the yeah. Thing. I don't know. They yeah, have a bye in week five. nine. I say they sit him this week through the bye and see what happens. Um, yeah. Give him some rest because he was he was doing quite well um, for them um, in a very abysmal tight end market. And then the yeah, last I have no idea he's tight end four. Yeah, he's he's killing it this year. He's he's doing a great job. Um, and the last tight end we have here, David Daniel Bellinger um, of the New York Giants. He has an eye injury. Um, apparently, he broke his eye socket. I didn't hear about this one. Um, yeah, he, he got gouged with, by a, somebody's finger. Oh my goodness! And it broke his eye socket. Yeah, I didn't see it, but I, I heard, and it sounds extremely painful. Yeah, I don't want to see it, knowing what the injury is. Um, but he's actually been okay as well. I mean, not quite to the level where you need him, but the last couple of weeks, 74, 94% of the team snaps. Um, I think he was starting to get some trust um, in that offense. But, yeah, this is a bummer. Yeah, for a 22-year-old player that I had never heard of two weeks ago, I, he was starting to heat up and become a, a actual part of the offense. So this is definitely tough. Yeah, I think from like a fantasy perspective, though, there's not a whole lot of upgrading or downgrading going on um, <laughs> no. in this situation. Mm-mm. All right. You want to walk us through the weekly recap? Sure. Starting it off, we've got Devontae's Inferno beating hashtag Trade Montgomery 108.96 to 84.05. Uh Cooper, uh, in my matchup, I lost to Cupper Cup, 142.07 to 117.49. We've got Team Rennie beating Return of the Cup, 82.21 to this week's low score, 73.68. Chubb thumping beating too many cooks 91.98 to 85 and finally daft punk tribute van smashing breezes pieces into pieces 163.62 to 102.67 so that's our big spread of the week and our high score of the week so um, Luke just yeah. coming out swinging in that featured matchup. Um, mm-hmm. The real high hitters, we talked about Josh Jacobs being underprojected before, and we were right. He got 36 points um, out of his 15.8 projected. Kenneth Walker doing his thing and really just proving that he belongs. Um, 30 points from him as well. Mike Evans had a good game, nothing like spectacular of a projection. Um, missed an, a very open touchdown. Um, that could have totally changed his day. And then Stevenson with Damian Harris coming back, still doing great, um, picking up 20 points on the week, um, something you'd love to see um, if you're a Stevenson owner anywhere. On the flip side, you know, Brees still got to his projection even though he tore his ACL because he he's just great. Um, disappointing appointment from Amon Ra, but that's just like something that 
it just kind of sucks, right? He got out on, on like, the first play of the game, basically. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that just sucks. Um, and then Kelsey and Mahomes weren't spectacular. Um, Kelsey a little bit below projection. Mahomes a little bit above. Um, yeah, if you, I mean, you told me that the Chiefs are scoring 44, I would have said, okay, another 25-point week for Kelsey, right? But yeah, pretty pretty surprising considering they put up forty four this week. Um, yeah. Overall, just kind of a down week for Breeze's and an up week, uh, another up week for Luke. Um, that Daft Punk band is they're cruising now. Yeah. Um, so for our yeah, he's on a five game win streak right now. Next biggest win streak would be Cupper Cup with three, Devontae's Inferno with three. Um, and then on the losing side, um, I have yet to win, so I have seven straight <laughs> losses, um, which is – I'm a little upset about it this week because I did beat three other teams um, in scoring, and it just happened to be a matchup problem for me this week. Yeah. Um, but it's fine. I'll get over it. Um, the Trey Montgomery squad is on a three-game losing streak, and Blake, you are on a two-game losing streak as well yeah what makes those hurt is seeing still seeing my my team on the top three of scoring but yep that does that that does hurt yep i'm I'm totally with you although i am glad we're not doing the median thing because i'm not sure I, i i still think i would be completely defeated this year um even if we had the median scoring in on this league so um I would rather be 0-7 than 0-14. You know? <laughs> Good point. Um, from our records perspective, um, I got it wrong, so I'm now 3-3. Three and three. Luke got it right again, 6-0 and oh so far this season. Um, pretty impressive work there. Blake is 1-0. and oh. Good job keeping that. We'll see if it stays. Um, Josh get, moves to 1-0, and oh, and Brett is 0-1. Oh um, so the worst record on picking records, um, Brett. Mm. So just keep that in mind. Um, but he does own the margin of victory still in week six of 92.64 points. That's going to be almost impossible to beat. I, I'm pretty confident in that. Yeah, that's uh, that's like a average, a uh, little below average week of like a normal team output. That's definitely above my weekly average. Yeah. So that's insane. Yeah. Um, waiver action. What do we got? Yeah, we got uh, Eric picking up Sam Ellinger for six dollars, uh, with no other competitors on that. Uh, I mean, I like I like the pickup, especially. You might as well. I'm I'm quarterback yeah. hungry. I've I've been hunting for a long time. Um, so now I've got a couple, a few young guys that I can see who kind of pans out the most. I've got Ellinger, Mills, Jones, and Fields. So no, no old men anymore. Yeah, the, the hope. I mean, hope one of those guys has there. to be something, He's, right? Th- yeah, I, I think he could turn that offense around, and especially with a little bit of running threat. So, yep, agreed. Uh, Another pickup for five dollars, Noah Brown, but from Eric. Also, no other bids on that. Um, hey, I mean that Cowboys offense—if they want to take off like they did last year, 
he likely will be a part of it. Yeah, I mean, in in the time that players have been out, particularly like Gallup, he has stepped up and shown some things, um, and he's young, so um, I'll take it. I'm here for potential. (laughs) Yeah, that's what you need right now. Um, I picked up Bailey Zappi. Uh, I I had a person that I was okay with dropping, so I was like, hey, Zappi's kind of making it his team over there um oddly enough but yeah sounds like jones is starting again this week so we'll see what happens um with that i i don't think it's good for jones to be starting and then be pulled repeatedly no um that's not a confidence boost for sure (laughs) i mean it's a it's a good problem to have for them having two like 23 year olds yeah that's true um that you could see both of those your franchise quarterback so but it is a little bit awkward to kind of watch from the outside looking in yep definitely definitely a weird situation in new england this year um no trades this week to review so piggybacking off of last week's uh guest segment which i i enjoyed i know our hosts enjoyed it as well i i also kind of brought in some questions uh after doing a little bit of digging around so we'll see how this goes i'm just gonna throw them at eric here and see how he handles them so let's do these first couple um since they're like a how many question is like a high low type of game what do you think? Yeah, that'll work. All right, starting off, how many unique players have had 100-plus yard rushing games this season, and how many of those are non-running backs? I'm going to start with the non-running backs. I'm going to guess I'm going to guess like five. Lower. Lower. Is it three? Higher. <laughs> So it's four. Okay, I know for yep. sure um, Daniel Jones is one. Um, Fields yep. is probably one. Um, Jackson, I'm sure, has one. Um, there's probably some random wide receiver in there that has one as well. Um, We've got three quarterbacks and one tight end. One tight end. Anyways, I don't know what tight end would even be running the ball. That's Kittle, maybe? It's... It's uh, kind of a tight end, kind of oh, not. Oh, God, that stupid, stupid guy, Taysom Hill. Yep. Gosh, I hate him. Um, anyways, um, so four non-RBs, which makes me think for unique players that have had 100-plus rushing yards, we're looking at, like, I don't know, 12? 36. Whoa, really? Yeah. That's, that seems high. <laughs> Yeah, I I was looking at the list. I'm like, yeah, I guess they have. Gosh, wow, 36 different players. I guess it's been a running I mean, we've running got year. Anywhere I, from, I suppose any injuries to like major players will, will contribute to that as well. Yeah, 
All right. Taylor Swift, Patterson, Barkley, Fernand, McCaffrey, Jones, M- Montgomery, Herbert, Jackson, McCaffrey, you know. Things like that. It's just crazy. Yeah. It's going to be a lot. Um, yeah. All right. Moving on to same question, but so unique players having 300 plus yard, pa- or 300 plus passing yard games. Hmm. 300 is a decent threshold, and, I mean, there's only 32 teams, and there's a bunch of quarterbacks that are not that good. Um, Gosh, I'm going to go with 15. Higher. Higher. Okay, let's go 20. Higher. Oh, wow. 30? A little bit lower. Okay, 27. 26. Wow. That, Um, That also feels like a lot, no? It does, yeah. There, there's a uh, one player with the most. Who do you oh, think yeah. that is? The most 300 plus passing yard games. Um, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yep. Yeah, he's just been phenomenal this year. Yep, four of them. Um. Yeah, one name I did not see in there, which I was kind of shocked, was Kirk Cousins. Yeah. He's the, we're supposedly a a, a pass heavy offense this year and he's i kind of feel like the vikings this year have been like a very low possession team like we take our time on our drives yeah we don't we aren't trying to rush the ball they're trying to like really run up the score too much like we're taking our time we're doing long drives and so the total yardage isn't there but like the productivity is like we're very efficient on our drives so far this year i feel like yeah i'd agree and I'm okay with that. Hey, we're winning. Um, and then same with uh, receiving yards, 100-plus receiving yard games. How many unique players? I'm going to stick it right around that 20. I'll do 26 just just for consistency here. Higher? Higher. Okay, let's go 36. Higher? 46. Ooh, very close. A little bit higher. A little bit higher. 47? 48. 48. That's a – gosh, I, I've heard a yeah. lot of talk about the NFL being, like, down in scoring and all that stuff, and maybe I just don't have a good perspective on, like, what a regular scoring season is, but these all seem no, high. This no, was, this was eye-opening. Like, looking at these, I, I was like, wow, yeah, I guess, I guess it adds up. I mean – Every name on here is like, yeah, you popped off that one game. That's right. Yeah, totally. Um, and then we've got one running back who has had 100 yards receiving. Can you recall My, who it is? Yeah, my initial thought is McCaffrey. Um, so I'm just going to guess McCaffrey, but I don't think that's right. No, surprisingly not. Yeah. Um, it's actually our arguably our league's favorite Running back, who is horrible is this season. Brees, hmm. he had a hundred on the dot. Wow, that's a lot of receiving yards for for a running back. Yeah. Right. Um, how do you how do you want to go about with these last handful? Um, I think we just go through them quick, a little bit more league. Yeah, league so I'll just specific. guess, and you let me know. Um, do you have do you have it ranked? Or no, you just have the top. Let me pull it up real quick. Yeah, I just identified the top. Um, 
who's got the top. I mean, I can eyeball it. Yeah, no, that's that's cool. Um, I will just I'll just give him a guess, and then, um, you let me know. Okay. Uh, two. How about two guesses? You give me two guesses. Sure. All right. I mean, obviously, this is kind of a tough. These are kind of tough because you sort of have to know who started when. What each team's roster is kind of look like, but so. Uh, starting off is which team in our league has logged the most rushing yards on their starting roster. A um, little bit of a- asterisk there. Obviously, I really only pegged one starter, so it's not specific to every week. That would have been way too much work. Sure. Yeah, that would have so. been a ton of work. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Luke's team, um, the Daft Punk Tribute Band. Um, Josh Jacobs has been absolutely killing it this year. Um, Stevenson and Walker in the last couple of weeks as well have really been good. You'd be correct. Yeah. He's got 1,971 yards um, totaled up so far. Wow. And That's close... 197 points. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, and a close second with 1,901, Trade Montgomery. Um, so not too far behind. And those two teams are dominating. The next team is fifteen ninety six to, and it's actually yours. Really? Yeah. Huh. And our league low is Cupper Cup with eight nineteen. Wow. So he had literally has double, two and a half times as much, rushing. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Um. So, same question. Most passing yards on starting roster? Um, I think I'm going to go... Um, I don't know who the passing leader is right now. Um, it's probably Josh Allen. Um, so, I'm going to go with... Um, gosh, I'm, I'm between your team and um, Brett's team. But I'm going to go with your team. No. Is it Brett? It is Michael Urban with oh. twenty one fifty nine. I am really, yeah. Who's he got? Oh, he's got um, Mahomes. He's got okay. Mahomes. Because I I just saw Tannehill on the starting line, and I was like, "There's no way that that is correct." <laughs> but yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'm actually third behind Cupper Cup. Mm. Who's yep, that's who's Brett's he, team. He has twenty ninety seven. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So I got two of the top three. I'll take. I'll take that. Yep. And then uh, receiving yards. Who you got? For receiving that? yards. I mean, you've got good receivers. Um, Jefferson Hill, um, DK. I'm gonna pivot though, um, and I'm gonna go. Hmm. No. I'm gonna stick with you. I think it's your team. Um, I am third. Third. Okay. Well, we've got Return of the Cup. They've got Cooper Cup, which is obviously um, a big piece, but the rest of the wide receivers are very ugh. Um, so let's go with um, Devontae's Inferno. I like that. They've got some. He's got some good receivers in there as well. Devontae and Jalen um, and Godwin. Uh, no. Ah, it is it. you 
could have went with your gut. We had Return of the Cup with twenty five thirty. Yeah, I bet a large majority of that is Cooper Cup too. Yeah, it'd be. Uh, yeah, he's got six hundred seven yards good. already. So, yeah, yeah. That um, makes sense. Second on that list would be <laughs> Cooper Cup twenty four sixty five. So only uh, sixty five yards behind that. So, and then our league low being. Uh, it's got to be me. 16-14 by Team Rennie. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I just hate my receivers. They're so bad. Oh, you're you're 16-88, so you're 70 yards ahead of him. Yeah, not not by much. <laughs> um, okay, so that's the that's the yardage. Now, how about touchdowns? Rushing touchdowns. Rushing touchdowns. I'm going to go with Luke here. He's got good running backs, and he's also got Jalen Hurts, um, who had a really good rushing start. Yep, you're right. With, honestly, an absolute dominant fashion. Not even close. It's 21. Next up is 12. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Running the ball, important. Yeah, and I also have team total. He has 38, which is league high. Next up on that list would be 22. By the same team that would be in second place, which is Trey Montgomery, is 12 starting roster and 22 total. Wow. Rushing touchdowns. Yeah, Luke's got the running backs nailed down. Yep, that running game is elite. And quarterback, I guess, for sure. Yeah. Um,. So that's all right. How about passing touchdowns? Um, I got to go with you just because Josh Allen. No. Nope. And if it's, if it's not that, it's Cupper Cup with Joe Burrow. No. Is that also wrong? Ugh. Is it Mahomes again? Is it is it Ehrman? Yep, it is. Gosh. Reese's Pieces, he's got 20 passing touchdowns. I guess I have underrated – Patrick Mahomes this year. Um, yeah, I get, yeah, me too. I, Josh Allen's got only 17, so three behind the huh. leader. Um, but I do have team total highest, which is not really saying something because I have a ton of quarterbacks. I have 35 team total. Right. Um, okay, and how about receiving touchdowns? Receiving touchdowns. Does this include running backs for receiving touchdowns? Yep. Um, I am going to go um, – I'm going to go with the Cover Cup squad. He's in second by one. Second by one. Um, we'll just keep it in the Cup family and go to the return of the Cup team. He's only got 14. Oh it's my gosh! Brees's pieces, with his with his third stat line that he's leading on. Oh, Amon he's got Ra. Nineteen. Gosh, I forgot about Amon Ra. And Brees had a couple before he went out. Juju's got a few. Yeah, that makes sense. And Kelsey. And Kelsey. Kelsey's got and seven. Kelsey. Yeah, seven wounds. Um, team high goes to. Devontae's Inferno. He's got 31 receiving touchdowns. Whoa. That's a lot. 
and a league low goes to it's tied for Daft Punk tribute band and tr- hashtag Trey Montgomery with only eight on their starting roster. Wow! So definitely a rushing team yeah. for Luke, like yeah. for sure. <laughs> um, and then I also just added all of these starting ones up. So who do you think has the most overall yards on a starting roster? I'm going to go with Luke again. Just There's so much rushing, and he does have good receivers as well with Evans and Goddard and Lamb and Debo. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Luke. He is fourth. Fourth? Well, I'm going to go back. I guess I'm going to go to the back to the well with Brees' pieces then. Uh, he's in second. Ah, it's shoot. it's actually me. Oh, which congratulations! I'm very middling, but <laughs> kind of above average, I guess, at each five with fifty six sixty nine. Reese's pieces is fifty five oh seven. I think that's good upside, right? I mean, yards typically translate to touchdowns, so the fact that you're not at the top in touchdowns but are at the top in yards means like regressions probably coming your way. Um, in, yeah, that's in, a good way to look at it. So. And these other guys are just like touchdown heavy, and I'll I'll win a game eventually. <laughs> um, team and then team low yards is forty one eighty seven from team Rennie. All right, forty five oh seven for you if you're curious. I am curious. I know it's not good, but I am curious. So you're you're the second lowest. Yeah, that makes sense. Which I guess it adds up. All right, how about starting lineup touchdowns overall? Overall touchdowns. Um, uh, I guess I'll take um, Luke's team again. He is third place on that. Third place. Um, how about um, all right, how about Ehrman's team again? Just because he's yeah. got... Yeah, he's got touchdowns. 44, 44 big ones, um, kind of in a dominant fashion. He's got six ahead of second place, who is Cupper Cup with 38. That's like one per week pretty much. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Luke's got 35. And then there's a tie at 33 with me and hashtag Trey Montgomery. And league low is too many cooks with 24. Yikes. That is um So yeah, are, touchdowns are important for scoring and you're not doing that. Yes, so I am it, not it getting sense. touchdowns. It's very, very true. <laughs> so there you have it for that little guest segment. I like it. Yeah. It's good it's good to see. I think this would be a fun activity to look at at the end of the season as well. Right. We kinda yeah. have like a mid season like check and then we can look at it later. Um so thank you. Thanks for putting that together. For sure. All right, next up we have the power rankings, as we always do. Um, Not a lot of movement this week, um, so I'll just zip through it here. Too many cooks happily sitting at number 10 um, with no surprise there. I mean, you got to win games if you want to move up in the power rankings, and that's just not happening right now. Um, Team Rennie sitting at number 9. Return of the Cup falling down a spot um, after a tough loss this week putting up the low score um as well chub thumping moving up after getting one in the win comp column to number seven 
Hashtag Trey Montgomery sitting pretty at six. Brees is falling down a spot, losing some this season roster rankings as well as dynasty rank due to the Brees injury um, and picking up a loss, um, not just a loss, a thumping this week um, at the hands of Daft Punk. Um, Devontae's Inferno moving up to number four um, after getting a win. Daft Punk tribute band at number three still. Um, although I can see that shifting here in a little bit. Cupper Cup, another strong week, staying at number two. And Blake holding on tight to number one. Um, it loves your dynasty rank. And you scored a ton of points this this year still. So you're still doing just fine. Just a couple of tough breaks the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, if if we keep this trend, though, I I think – we could see mine taking a step back. It's possible. I haven't put up much yeah. more than 130 in the a gap, few weeks. Yeah, the gap between you and Cupper Cup um, is quite close um, on the rankings. Yeah, so sense. I think one more win his way, one more loss your way would do it. Um, yeah, I think that would push it over the edge. But that's what we have for the power rankings. Sweet. And then moving into our last segment here, we have the featured matchup. Um, it's not going to be like a barn burner featured matchup. Um, all the other matchups have someone we've talked about twice already. Um, and so this one is just a chance to preview some other teams. It is me and you. So oh, nice. the, spread, the spread at opening of this was 23 points in your favor. Um, it's currently 26. Um because I have Kate Otten going, and he has no points. So that's that's great. Um, but, yeah, I will break down your team if you want to break down mine um, sure. after. Um, so we've got Josh Allen, obviously stud, running or quarterback one um, at this point in the season. He can run. He can throw. Really, he does it all. Um, so we love to see that. Aaron Jones has been proving himself the last couple weeks. Um r- kind of taken over this backfield um from a snap share percentage he's he's out touching dylan by quite a bit at this point so um i like the play there jonathan taylor fully healthy on a hopefully revamped indianapolis offense is a strong play um and a good dynasty play as well young guy who runs hard um justin jefferson we love he's he's great he's always he's always on top of his game um, except for weeks two and three, but we just ignore that those even happened. Um, they're intent on getting him the ball, so you love to see it. He's wide receiver five on the year so far. Tyreek Hill, he has shown a lot of um, a lot of confidence with Tua. He's still right at the top of the wide receiver world, sitting at three in PPR. I mean, the targets are unreal. Um, mm-hmm. 13 this last week, 15 the week before. Um not doing a whole lot in the touchdown column, but I think we start to see that change um, as they continue to work. Um, they have a softer schedule moving forward as well. Um, Terry McLaurin, I love this start. I think it, I think it makes a ton of sense. Um, Taylor Heineke back in the lineup. Last year, Terry and Taylor had a great, great connection. Um, he ended up as, you know, wide receiver 25. That's right about where Terry belongs, and that's where he is now um, after putting up 15.8 last week. Um, I'm excited to see what happens with Terry moving forward um, Moving forward this season. 
Uh, Dalton Schultz banged up a little bit um, throughout the season. He did play this last week, um, 65% of the snaps. Um, Dak really likes him, so if he goes, I think it's good. Um, it's a good play. He's a solid tight end when he's out there. Um, Tony Pollard, great flex spot, I think. Um, considering Zeke's banged up, Pollard is going to get some extra opportunity going into this week, and he's shown, frankly, to be the better running back um, in this offense. Um, I don't know if that's because he's been spelling Zeke or or what, but he looks better. His yards per carry are 5.6 um, to Zeke's 4.06, so just a better looking back overall. Daniel Carlson, great kicker. I think he's like kicker one. Yeah, he is kicker one. So you love to see it. Just keep rolling him out. Um, and the Washington TD going against Indy. Um, yeah, Indy's looked pretty hapless. And a rookie quarterback tend to make – or a new quarterback tend to make mistakes. So um, I like the play there as well. Solid breakdown there. Um I will say I might slot in Tyler Boyd. I got to think on that one. Over Terry? Yeah, we'll see. I got to think about it, but. My my concern with Tyler Boyd is always, like, boom, bust. Like, he yeah. has big games, and then he has nothing games. Um, and that And that was true before Chase entered the picture as well. I mean, even looking at 2020, you've got games where he's scoring a lot of points and then games where he scores one. Mm-hmm. So. It's just more so, like, if there is a week I'd start him. Yeah, this, this would week, be but. this would be the week. That's true. But, all right, um, moving over to your team here, we've got Daniel Jones. Um, I would say this is probably the – best we've ever seen him play he's a dual threat quarterback um at you know popping off last week for 107 yards rushing and a touchdown um to go along with 200 yards passing so i mean he's he's projected 16 but i i think against seattle it's going to be a tight game I think he's due for a little bit more than that. I think 16 is probably his floor, if I'm being honest. They're just on fire right now. Um, Travis Etienne, I, I got to say, I mean, good for you to get that trade out of me for him. I would not, you know, he, crazy Rosen value after that trade. So it's his backfield, and he's 23 years old. I think sky's the limit for him. He's a great power back uh, paired with pass catcher. All downs are his. So Yeah, I'm really happy with how, how that turned out. Um yeah. Good youth, good running back. Yeah. I'm happy I'm happy about it. Um then you also have Dalvin Cook, who is I think finally catching some steam here on the offense. We've found a good balance of passing and then feeding cook um he had a slow start to the year but i think he's he's starting to find the end zone and it'll break out for bigger runs so two two solid running backs there um at wide receiver we've got robert woods who is 
obviously on an offense that isn't throwing the ball a ton. Um, so we'll see what they do with him. Traylon Burks is obviously out, so he's kind of the guy if they are going to throw the ball. Um, yeah, frankly, I don't have wide receiver you, options. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at your bench here. Noah Brown maybe, but I, I wouldn't trust him. Um, potentially Josh Reynolds, but there's other – I mean, there's another receiver I'd slot out earlier than than Woods at this point. So, yeah, I mean, Darius Slayton's not a a bad thought, but he's so inconsistent. So, yeah, I understand. Uh, so we got Robert Woods projected eight points, uh, probably rightfully so. Um, obviously, a weaker spot in your offense, but you do have AJ Brown here, who is going to go going up against a Pittsburgh defense who has been. Not nearly as strong as if they had um, Watt in the game. He's obviously a huge game changer. So um, I think he's, you know, their number one passing target behind or uh, in front of Goddard. So I think 13 is probably a little bit low for him. I would expect more than that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's, we all know that he's a very good player. Um Drake London, he's just, I mean, he's obviously a stud. He's just on an offense that chooses to run the ball even when they're behind. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. It sucks. Yeah. Um, but we saw what he could do. He had a flash early in the season. So will they go back to it? They're playing the Panthers. We'll see. Um, but. At this moment, maybe they need Cordero Patterson back. I don't know. Maybe he's. It makes sense for them to pass when they have like a, a nicer single player rush threat. I don't know if Algier Huntley have kind of made their case and given them much comfort, but good good player moving forward. Maybe not this week. Um, then we've got Kate Otten. Obviously, we're staring at his score currently. <clears throat> um, kind of curious. Um, is TJ Hawkinson out? No, he's questionable. I, I'm a little concerned with Hawkinson just like from all the other weapons are going to be back perspective. Um, okay. The first few weeks, um, when everyone was healthy, he got 5.8, 4.1 points. Um, and yeah. I've, I've enjoyed Otten's usage over where he's been, um, considering Brate's out. And I know um, what Brady likes to do for his tight ends. Um, so I'm taking a chance on, on Cade here. Yeah. I mean, I looking at this uh, snap share and even targets, I, I can kind of see your logic there. Makes yeah. sense. Um and then Raheem Mostert, who, in, in your flex spot, who has completely taken over the Dolphins' backfield, uh, chased, chased out Chase Edmonds out of that backfield, really. And though he hasn't had much of a, a crazy consistent performance out of it, he has flashed. So, um, like this last week, he had a, a nice 19-point game. He's in the passing game as well as getting, on average, probably 16 carries um, a game. So 
I think that's a that's a solid player to have. And they're playing Detroit. He's poised for a huge one. Um, that's the hope. Young Hoi Q, obviously one of the better kickers. I know we've we've seen him at the number one spot before, so he's capable of tons of points any given week. And then Cleveland Browns defense playing Cincinnati. Um, it's better than Packers against Buffalo is really my only answer yeah, to that. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> There's sometimes – I mean, I would feel weird as well, like rolling out no defense. Um, <laughs> you can't bank on negative yeah. points. They have done yeah. it once. Yeah, you're but. right. It's 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 potentially like better to not start a defense at all here. <laughs> um, both of them going against electric offenses, I'm not – <laughs> not crazy about it. I might go pick someone else up. I don't know who, but I might go grab someone. I, I mean, with Chase out, there is a chance that they don't completely shred them. So, yeah, I don't. I don't love it. I will say that. <laughs> so we'll stay tuned on your decision on that one. Um, not a a terrible defense, but. Fantasy wise, they're not they're not getting yeah tons of points. So uh, there you have it. I I think he's you're about two two players short of having like a a well rounded floor of a team. Yeah, you wide, wide receivers killing me. Um, that, that's yeah. the real that's the real story. Um, even with like Khalil Herbert and like James Cook waiting in the wings to kind of take over in the future um, for running back, I I just I need receivers. That's really what it is. That will be kind of cool if you can have a relevant James Cook and Dalvin Cook. Yeah, that would be awesome. Leading you to victories. Yep. But yeah, we'll see. Um. I I mean I think this is the the point where we pick who wins. It is um, per the bylaws. I have to choose myself, even though I think in my heart of hearts I know it's not going to be my week this week. Um, but who knows? Maybe Etn takes advantage. Maybe Jones goes off. Maybe Cook has a has a vintage Dalvin Cook day. Um, anything's possible. Um, but I'm going to pick myself. Just that it's just it's what it is. Yeah. Under that same light, I will, despite how crazy and wild this fantasy season has been, and just NFL in general, um, yeah, I'm going to go with myself. I just, I guess I would expect a, a higher score on average. I guess if we play the average game, I expect to see at least 110 by my team, but... Yeah, all of your players Whatever. have higher floors than like all of my players. I think. Um, yeah, and they also have higher ceilings, so I think it's just like an elevation on each on each player. Uh, yep. But I choose myself to you. because it is what it is. Yep. Um, the spread has now moved to twenty-seven, so that's great. I've already lost four points um, in this game. Um, but that's all we have for the episode this week. Blake, do you have anything you'd like to add? Um, 
no, I, I hope to be back uh, sometime later this year. Um, I think I, I'm trying to make it a yearly thing where it's uh, the why, why your team will win, could win it all. So stay tuned, keep, keep pushing. It's yep. a long we'll season, grinding. so I do think my playoff hopes are already dashed, but they it's might fine. be. Yeah, everybody right. else, you're not out of it. So, yeah, everyone else still has a chance. I am, I am cooked, officially. <laughs> um, well, thanks for coming on, Blake. I definitely appreciate it. Um, and yeah, we'll have you on soon. Yep, this was fun. Thanks for having me. Yep. All right, that's all we have for you this week. Thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed making it. And with that. Have a good day, have a good night, and have a good week, and good luck.